This is the Gore and Mole Podcast with your host, TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Wes Payne. your mahalo brother or something like that <laughs> if i ever want to just blow out all the shit in my body i just drink it <laughs> what's up guys and welcome to another episode of the Gormore podcast this is your host tj bowser and joining me as always is your dark lord and savior chad chrisman what's up bitches and bringing the pain as always west not craven pain yo today is april 15th 2019 and it is a glorious day. And I'll tell you why it's a glorious day, because we got to interview Vincent DeSanti from Never Hike Alone earlier. And then that episode will be out next Monday as a very special episode to all you listeners out there. But in other news, Chad, how was your week? Well, my week is really busy, man. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my week was really busy. Last week was my dot. Is this on? Oh, yeah. There we go. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, like I was saying, my week was really busy last week. My daughter turned nine on Friday, which was also the same day that we got the new trailer and title for the new Star Wars movie. Woo! The Rise awesome. of Skywalker. It was... That was awesome. Uh, work, work, work. Today was supposed to be my day off. I went in and put in eight hours because of fucking 420 is our busiest day. Go figure. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm, I'm going to be looking at like 12 hour plus days all week. It's going to be insane. But yeah, that was my week. Uh, Wes, how was yours? Uh, mine was all right. I um, What did I do? I worked a lot. I worked some overtime. I had to make some money here because I got to pay some bills. So I was trucking back to back, you know, 12, 13 hour days on a Friday, uh, was it Friday night. Uh, yeah, then, you know, my girlfriend had to work all weekend, so I didn't see a point to, uh, or not go in, you know what I mean? So on, I think it was Saturday night, spent the night watching that, um, show Black Summer on Netflix. Very good. I recommend it to everybody. Very good so- zombie, uh, uh, I guess season. They're just started it's only season one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in the middle of it was weird. I just all of a sudden had this really, you know, uh, strong urge to go masturbate <laughs> so uh, i just and it had nothing to do with the movie i just had this boner you know so i just walked i just i just uh went and my girlfriend wasn't around so i went and you know relieved myself real quick and it, I, you know it sucks because when you got a girlfriend you really shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff because you're kind it's kind of weird but um you know so i but i, I just i almost forgot because i don't really masturbate that much I, I got like that uh uh that post uh, uh masturbation syndrome to where you feel real depressed after you you shoot a load so after i did that i just felt like the biggest scum bag on the planet uh you know and then went on with my night turned the wait, wait. show back binge I just, watch the rest of it i just want to I just, I just want to say west the the thing the whole thing that you just described i guarantee that was jared's reaction to the star wars trailer on friday yes <laughs> what's that the post masturbation the whole thing the whole thing yeah oh well yeah probably i mean it's just uh it just sucks i forgot uh you know I forgot that's what happens to me when I <laughs> masturbate. I, I have this weird depression that sinks oh over me. God. You know, I don't know. But other than that, well, my weekend was fine. Yeah, <laughs> went along good. As, as everything was a good deal after that. So, 
And I finished, like I said, I finished that Blacks. I binge watched that shit ten ten uh, episodes in a row. I mean, I, and and that didn't help either. I felt like a total loser after I was done at like three in the morning. <laughs> then I went to bed. But that was my weekend. I went to uh, Steel City Con with Jared from the Dubac Discussion Podcast and Spencer from the Hall of Heroes Podcast. I cosplayed as the Man in the Mask from Strangers Print Night. And part three, Jason Voorhees. What is that? Did you do? Did you split them up the days? What days did you? What'd you do? No, I I just went Friday and I went for half the day as the Strangers guy and half the day for as. So you went into like a telephone booth like Superman and yes. changed. Oh, what, awesome! What, what's a telephone booth? What, what's that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> the, the, Thanks, Obama. The What's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, so, no, sh- yeah. no shit. Anytime we're sitting here watching an old movie or old TV show and somebody uses a phone booth, I turn to my wife who's 14 years younger than me and say, you see that? That's how people used to make phone calls when they were away from home back in my day. Oh, yeah. These Shut kids up. That's don't not funny. About that. they, don't, they don't know about even like um, – you know, uh, uh, rotary phones, you yeah. know, when you, I remember when I was a kid, I would, I would have to call First of all, there's two things that people don't know about nowadays. Number one is the rotary phone where you would wind the whole fucking number around each one. And then you'd have to hear, I remember that. And then to start the next one, it took five minutes to call your phone. Then the worst part about it is that no one had call waiting back then. Nope. So you'd call up, and fucking Johnny's 16-year-old sister, you're trying to get Johnny to come out and play with, and Johnny's 16-year-old sister's blabbing to her boyfriend for five hours, and you can't get a hold of Johnny. So you're like, what the motherfucker? Every time I – and then you're mad. By the time, then, you walk, then you have to get up and actually physically walk yourself over to Johnny's house. Man, where have you been all day? Oh, my sister's been on the phone. What the – you know, it's a big ordeal. A lot of physical activity was involved. You know, kids couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle that life these days. That's these true. days. That's, uh, that is so true. Uh, totally different. So we're going to play a message from our sponsors and be right back with the beginning of our movie review. Gormore is brought to you in part by A New Kind of Fear Customs Friday the 13th inspired Custom gaming controllers, hockey masks Latex masks and collectible statues You can find them on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter At A New Kind of Fear Customs Do you like photography? Cosplay on Friday the 13th Then check out 13 Gallows Lane You can find them on Facebook at Gallows Goes to Hell On Instagram at 13 Gallows Lane And on Patreon at Emily Helene Warning, some content not safe for work so we are back and today's movie to review is Shaun of the Dead from what year? 2004 uh, directed by Edgar Wright, written by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, produced by Nira Park, starring Simon Pegg as Sean, Nick Frost as Ed, Kate Ashfield as Liz, Lucy Davis as Diane, Dylan Moran as David, Penelope Wilton as Barbara, and Bill Knightley as Philip. Music by Pete Woodhead and Daniel Mudford. Cinematography by David Dunlap. Edited by Chris Dickens. Distributed by Universal Pictures and Rogue Pictures. Released April 9, 2004 in the UK and September 24, <laughs> 2004 in the US. Runtime of approximately 99 minutes. It had a budget of about $6.1 million and grossed overall $30 million at the box office. Run that trailer, motherfucker! Oh, that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> do you ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life 
dying on its feet. To a wonderful mum. <laughs> oh, have you ever felt that you're turning into something in the world? A zombie. Maybe you're not alone. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. What's the plan? Because I love her. All right, gay. So, what's the movie about, Chad? Uh, it's uh, okay. Here's the plot rundown. It's often said that the true character of a man is only revealed in times of dire crisis. And for likable, lovable loser Sean Simon Pegg, that movement of reckoning, moment of reckoning, came when the dead rose from their slumber to feast on the flesh of the living. A hapless electronic store employee who finds spends most of his spare time downing pints at the local pub with his roommate Ed, played by Nick Frost. Sean's life seems to fall apart when he's dumped by his girlfriend Liz, Kate Ashfield, and his obnoxious stepfather Philip Bill Nighy shows up to berate him for not being more attentive to his caring mother, Barbara, Penelope Walton, especially since he forgot to send flowers for her birthday. Aw. Things take a turn for the worst when the dead return to stake their claim on the earth. And though the chaos that follows threatens to swallow up all of England, it's up to Sean to keep his cool and prove himself once and for all by successfully rescuing Liz and his mother. With his trusty roommate by his side, nothing, not even the living dead, can stand between Sean and the two most important women in his life. Aw, what a nice guy. Chad? Sounds like a... <laughs> Go ahead, Wes. Just sounds like a wonderful movie. <laughs> I liked it. I know I I know you're feeling on it, Wes. I've I've always enjoyed this movie. It's it works as a comedy, not as a horror movie, but I've seen this movie probably a dozen. It's got some good gore in it. I'll give it that. Yeah, it has some good gore. It's got some great comedy. I I I grew up watching a lot of British comedy, so I really dug it. What do you think, DJ? I like the film. Uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, very entertaining to watch and very funny and still holds up to this day. Absolutely. Uh, Chad? Yeah. I, Wes? <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm sorry. We're on delay reaction today. Um, yeah, I, th- I mean, look, I mean, the movie is, uh, you know, it does still hold up. I'll give it that. And like I said, I like some of it. It's got some stuff in it that was sort of funny in the uh it's a, it's a nice score and nice effects, I thought. I thought it didn't look like – the good thing about this movie is even though it's kind of co- a comedy and not really serious, like it seems like you know the makeup and everything was done pretty well. I was pretty impressed with that for being something that was supposed to be a spoof, I guess. But so I, I wouldn't really call it a spoof, it's, but it's definitely a, a dark comedy set into a horror setting. I thought it worked – I've I really – like I said, I always loved it. Yes, I mean, I, I was remember when it first came out. I didn't get a chance to go see it in the theater, but the day it came out on DVD, I rushed to Walmart and bought the fucking thing. <laughs> Damn. I knew it was going to be good. I mean, I knew I, I'm and it's been a favorite of mine for a long time now. 
I didn't even <laughs> Here's the funny thing. I didn't even need to finish watching the movie. I've seen it enough times to know what the hell happens. Right. <laughs> Was this your first time seeing it, Wes? It, it, it's the second time I had actually seen it years ago and, and uh, I had rented it because I don't know. I just seemed interesting. I rented it and I didn't finish it then. And this is the only time I actually finished it. <laughs> I returned it. I was like, ah, okay. And I t- took it off and, re- and uh, I don't know what I was thinking, I guess, going into it. I think I had higher hopes than what it, for what I thought it was, but um, it seemed to me, because when I watched it this time, I didn't remember any of it. So it was like watching it all over, you know, over again. So it's, I mean, it's not bad if it's not, I don't consider it great. I mean, I'm not running to, I'm not running to Walmart to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, wait, pitching a tent in front of, you know, a, a DVD store to buy it. But I mean, you know, I don't, I've seen worse. Look, we just did April Fool's, possibly worst horror movie I've ever seen. I still, so I'm, I'm still so pissed. I wasn't uh, here for that review. Oh, don't I, be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, because I love the fact, horror. I love the fact that you hated it that much. That made a, I, made I, a I great never show. Seen such a bad horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the episode was cool. I mean, we had a good. I, we still, you know, we still make everything's a good time, whether I like it or who likes something or not. Mm-hmm. It's still great. But uh, yeah, I mean, this wasn't. It wasn't awful. Just I, I didn't consider it good either. It's kind of couple, a couple notches above. But it the next cool, movie we do is awful in a good way, though, right? It's uh, um, I don't. Well, I don't know if it's awful. It's just is uh, it Silent Night, like, Deadly Night Two, awful. No, no, no. It's way better than that. No, no, no. It's okay. um, like I let me uh, compare the. Well, well, you're talking to dentists, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Like I said, it's kind of like a dentist version of Patrick Bateman. So I think you guys will really get a kick out of it. There's a lot of one liners, a lot of cool kills, a cool like like he does some pretty sick shit to people. It's pretty, pretty, pretty nasty. Like, and people have this fear of teeth. And, uh, you know, I cringe some of this. How would you guys feel about doing the Slumber Party Massacre series soon? I'd be down with the that. series. Yes. Oh, one, one, two, we're going to do the whole series in one episode or we're going to do no, we're going to do them separate. Mm. Yes, I'd rather. Yes, do, I, yes, yes. yes. We, we need to go lowbrow. We've been doing doing too much highbrow shit lately. Like <laughs> I want to, I want to see some tits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that one. Well, um, then that part two's really killer is the coolest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you li- you guys will like the dance if you'll see. Okay, but Chad? I'll be. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll try it out, man. I mean, I'm sure next week you will we'll, like it. Trust well, me. Two weeks episode. Yeah, <laughs> the filth. <laughs> every time he goes to kill a chick the filth oh god <laughs> you'll see man you'll get a crack you'll get a kick out of it go ahead okay so my behind the scenes stuff this uh the movie was actually inspired by an episode of the show they did called spaced i don't know if you guys know what spaced is it's a show nick frost and simon Pegg and uh, edgar wright all did together it was British comedy, but uh, it was inspired by their episode called Art that was written by Simon Pegg and directed by Wright, in which Pegg's character, Tim, under the influence of amphetamines and playing Resident Evil 2, <laughs> hallucinates he's fighting a zombie. And what a combo. Right? <laughs> so uh, it holds a score of 92 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Suck it, Wes. Wow. That's impressive. And, and it actually I think won, I'm going to have to stop. It actually won a bunch of awards. It won uh, Best Screenplay. At the British I can't Independent Film Awards, yeah, who judged it? <laughs> England, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is why it's up there. Go ahead. It, uh, it won uh, the Peter Sellers Award for Comedy for Simon Pegg at the uh, Evening Standard British Film Awards. Won British Best British <laughs> Film at the Empire Awards, Best Horror Film at the Saturn Awards, and Ooh, Best Screenplay at the Bram Stoker Awards. What? 
What? Yeah. It did a lot better than you think it did. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. It, it's, but it's, again, uh, we're in England. What did it do over here? <laughs> I don't care what things do in China. Tell me what they what do did over they here. What do here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we, you know, okay, we, have, we haven't given off, a shit about England since 1776. I mean, like David Hasselhoff's the biggest star in, in the world then, if we're going off like that. So let's, you know, <laughs> let's keep it American, all right? So what did it do here? George Romero was so impressed, he asked uh, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright to be zombies in Land of the Dead. That son of a bitch. <laughs> you get, have you guys seen Land of the Dead? Yes. Uh, the scene where they go into the, the what is it, the zombie fight club or whatever. And yes, they're, they're hanging up. Yeah, they're, they're, yep. cha- they're chained up and it's, they're getting their these people can take their pictures with them. That was them. <laughs> uh, hmm. If I remember correctly, Simon Pegg's even wearing his uh, his uh, you know, his outfit from Shaun of the Dead. That's awesome as hell. Um, Sean and Ed's friendship in the movie is based on Peg and Frost's actual real life friendship from when they shared a flat, when they started okay. acting together. A flat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's word a, that's they an, use for things. That's another, an apartment. That's it's an, a fucking yeah. apartment. <laughs> that's another fucking. Tell me about a flat. <laughs> they actually considered doing a sequel, replacing zombies with another monster, but they decided because too many characters died, they weren't going to do it. And it was actually going to be called From Dusk Till Sean. <laughs> Which, I, I did not know that. That would have been better. That, that would have been. I, like, I love the title from Dusk Till Sean. Uh, a couple little things like Sean works at uh, Forey Electric, which is named after Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead. Sweet. Apart from the celebrities that appear as themselves in the movies, none of the characters' last names are revealed. Huh. They're not spoken. They're not heard. Nothing. Uh, Mary, the checkout girl at the beginning, works at Landis Supermarket. It's named after John Landis. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant that does all the fish, which it's actually when he opens up the f- the phone book, it says the place that does all the fish. Uh, it's called Fulci's Restaurant, named after Lucio Fulci. Italian horror master. Mm-hmm. The, Interesting. The final song that played over the end credits is actually the same song that played when the zombies retook them all in Dawn of the Dead. Okay. I know, it's just kind of a weird thing. It's just These are just interesting things I found. Chad finds out everything. I love There is some on. really, there's a lot of connections to the show Spaced that I didn't bother writing down because, you know, fuck, none of us have watched that, so who don't care? We don't care. Chad's like the Gorn more sleuth. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like a, he's like, seriously, the, the, the awesomest detective in horror. Go ahead, Chad. I am Inspector Clouseau. I just wanted to give you some credit there. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, one of the DVD features explained that Diane actually survived when she left, when she ran out through the zombies. It says, uh, in the, in the feature, it said that she survived by climbing a tree and, uh, ate David's leg, his severed leg to, 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 to survive the last couple of days of the invasion. <laughs> Yummy. And, uh, there was like the, one of the things that I always thought was cool was the, uh, the foreshadowing. There's actually quite a bit, but the most interesting one was, uh, when they're arguing, and Pete tells Ed if he wants to live in the shed like an animal, if he wants to live like an animal, he can live in a shed. And of oh. course, at the end of the movie, he does. And then after he walks away, Ed says, next time I see him, he's dead. And of course, <laughs> next time they see him, he was a zombie. Little interesting things. But yeah, there's actually quite a bit. Like I said, there's a lot of connections with space that I didn't bother writing down. It's there mm-hmm. for it's there on if people want to look it up. It's I've never watched the show. I guess. Uh. A lot. Another the thing, the uh, the friend, the female friend of Sean's was like his co-star in Spaced. And then um, Diane co-starred with her friend, Martin, played by Martin Freeman. They were on The Office together. And then there's a bunch of other connections, like when the two groups of friends met and when they stopped and said hi to each other, those two people actually had a connection in a previous show. 
Sweet. Hmm. So yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of my behind the scenes stuff. Um, another thing I noticed was, uh, and this just kind of annoyed me when Sean's talking to all of his annoying little teenage coworkers. Every single one of them was chewing gum in that scene. But isn't that how it is? Or on their cell phones? Yeah, now they'd be looking at their cell phones, which that one right. little prick was talking on his phone. And hmm. I don't know why, but this one, this, uh, this one part, right after uh, Sean came to rescue them, and he's sitting there talking to Liz, she's like, okay, what's your plan, Flash? Like, I think she's like a, kind of a Flash Gordon thing, I think. Uh, I don't know. But I, I just noticed that. It's like, did she call him Flash? And I rewound it like, okay, yeah, she did. But I can't actually find a reason for that. I love that movie, Flash Gordon, speaking of that. Yes. Better than Star Wars. Uh, well, let's not go there. <laughs> you should see the look I'm little, getting from TJ. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. You know, obviously I'm joking. But you know, if any movie needs to be remade, I think that the idea of that movie is great. That's a movie that needs to be remade, though, and updated. And I think it could be unbelievable, but it'll never happen. Anyways, no, go ahead. No, they've been trying to get that to happen to you for years. It won't happen. It's just a matter of time. Because Flash Gordon, it's been a comic book since like the 1990s. It's a comic, right. Yeah. It's forever, so it's, right? It's, yeah. But I want, if they wanted, if they're going to remake it, I want them to remake it so that it's like, it looks like the 30s version where he's just like floating around in space with a fucking fishbowl on his head. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that would be. <laughs> just, just I don't know that shit. version. All I know is Ming and, uh, you know, the, the one from the 80s and shit. Dale's with me. Gordon's alive. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that oh. dude was great. Die! <laughs> <laughs> so Wes, I like that. I like it. This Ming is a psycho. <laughs> oh god! Flash Gordon, quarterback, New, New York, York Jets. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Ming's daughter was seriously hot, though. Oh my dude, absolute Woody. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I get she, the vein she rocked the bikini, the space bikini before Leia did. It was like Dude, three years that before chick Princess is so Leia. fucking hot. I couldn't yeah. even tell you. Yeah, I mean, she did, she did better. <laughs> God damn. You guys she are too much. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, what, have you seen it, TJ? No, I've never. You got to watch Dude, it. You, you have never it. seen Flash Gordon. Wait, Not the whole way through. Chick. I've watched bits and pieces of it. It was like uh, the, it was like this big budget production. And I think at least half the budget went to just getting Queen to do the music. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> like they, they didn't put a lot in the special effects. It's a lot cheesy. of cheese in it's it, but really it's a really cheesy. it's really kind of still kind of cool in its own way. Yeah. So, Wes, what is your big question for this movie? Uh, big question. Uh, I don't think I really have one in this movie. I don't I, there's nothing to really question. I, I kind of see what the uh, I don't know. I couldn't really think when I was watching it. I couldn't really think anything that really disturbed me to, to wonder about this movie. Um, I guess maybe that, uh, I thought it was silly kind of the, like that part with his mom where they're all like point. I like how it like all of a sudden got real serious and I don't understand why it, it, it floated into like, it was a comedy, but it floated into some seriousness at points, which is weird. Um, like I thought that part was like really, then they, they revved up the music and made it real edgy when he's like, no, don't tell my mom. And they had like the corkscrew near his neck and. It got all crazy, but I mean, it's not really a question. I just thought it was a little weird. So I don't really have really question on anything question on this movie. So, okay. Uh, who was the douche of the movie? Pete. Pete. Pete, the guy, is it the guy with the glasses? No. Oh, David. Room. Yeah, David. That's my, that's my douche. Of the movie. Yeah, I think, I, I think I agree with Wes. David was a bigger douche. Pete was just annoyed with Ed, but he wasn't really that much of a douche. David was definitely a douche. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Wes on this one. 
Chad, your questions? Okay, so what's your favorite kill, guys? Vinyl records. <laughs> <laughs> I like David when he got his pulled out. I think his name we just said David. Yeah, yeah. He got pulled out of the window and they did ripped his stomach open. I thought it was pretty nasty. <laughs> okay. And then they took his head off and were like passing it around. I thought that was <laughs> I kind of like Like I said the gore in this movie is great I I like that a lot I kind of like the the scene where you know it shows Ed Ed or Sean walking into the Winchester beginning and it looks like there's a couple making out and then they walk back out at the end of the night and they're still there and look like they're making out then they turn around and walk away and the guy's fucking head falls off she was just chewing his (laughs) neck the whole time that that was pretty cool to me okay so the best scene uh I, don't know. I got two. Go I like the. I, I'll, I'll go ahead. I, I like the. I like the scene where he in the beginning where he doesn't know what that girl is and they're kind of arguing about. It. He's like, "Oh, love." Uh, they're talking about, "Oh, get out!" You know, she looks like she wants you or something. And he, she in the backyard. Oh, oh yeah, there's all in the backyard. I, I, yeah, I th- I like that part. And then he pushes her on that like a uh, pole, mm-hmm. and then how she gets up and I like how they showed the hole. They showed them standing there and the hole is like through the through the body. But that was kind of neat. And then I also like um, because I'm a big hip hop guy. Uh, you know, I, I, not, I like the um, the reference to I think it's uh, is that Grandmaster Flash or whatever when they were singing. Nobody you guys probably didn't know what they were singing, but that White Lines is a song by uh, I think it's Grandmaster Flash or it's. Um, African Bombada, one of those two. I can't remember, but it's a song called White Lines about doing cocaine, and that's what they were dancing. <laughs> I've always wondered what the hell that song was. Yes, that was, and I'll, I'll send you guys the song afterward. I have that on my iPod. You yeah. can listen to the original song, nice. what they're doing. If you don't know the song, you're like, what is it? What are they doing? Like, that was a really obscure song to put like it's a it's a cool song and, and a lot of people if you knew a lot of rap would know that it's an old school rap really old school rap song but people that aren't in it that are like would be like you were probably like what the fuck are they singing but i knew exactly what they're singing so i got a little bit of humor out yeah, of that i, I think part that of was that, my favorite part. i think part of that is and it wasn't really mentioned much in the movie and it's just kind of hinted out that uh, sean was uh, a dj before that ah that's why he had all those records that's why uh, that's why they were you know doing the whole the, the this record scratching and shits because and the, I guess there were posters on his wall behind him that kind of hinted that he used to be a DJ, but it wasn't specifically said. So that's probably why they picked like an obscure song for that for them to be singing. Okay, that's probably that's probably something he spun in the. Yes, it's great. I'm looking up right now. It's Grandmaster Fla- Flash. I was right in the Furious Five. White lines. Yep, it's about cocaine use. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. TJ, what was your favorite? My best scene. Yeah, uh, the final act in the bar. Just the whole part. Yep, just the whole fucking see, thing. See, for me, I, I'm going to narrow it down even more. It was the scene where they were trying to kill the uh, bartender with the pool cues and the Queen songs playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that part because they're sitting there. It's, they'll try to be all serious and they're trying to kill it. And you turn around and there's uh, Diane and Sean's mom dancing along to the music. Uh, that, that always got a good chuckle out of me. So that was my <laughs> favorite scene. Kill the Queen. Okay, so. He's like, what? The Queen? <laughs> did the opening scene hook you in? I thought it was boring for the first 20 minutes. Yeah, there's not much happening. The yeah. opening scene was just yeah. him waking up. Yeah, there was nothing to no, I'd yeah. say no. There's no There's nothing to the it, like I said it took 20 25 minutes to get really going. So, I would say it did to me just to the point that you would just want to see it, you know, what's the point of all this? Where is this going to go? Where is this leading? It kind of intrigued but didn't really draw you in exactly, I guess. I don't know. DJ what? <laughs> oh, the opening scene. DJ, oh, are you asleep? No, I'm listening. It's 
I agree with Chad, but like it was just him waking up. It's not literally that big of a deal. It doesn't really hook you in. Okay, so yeah. best tits, hottest girl, Liz. I didn't see any. Was there any tits in that? I didn't no, see any. No, none. Yeah, I didn't think so. I'm like, what, what did so I? We got to go. With, we got to uh, go with hottest girl. And there was. <laughs> we've been we've been slacking. With I know that that's guy. what I said. That's why. Have, that's have why I jumped that? on like, the Slumber like Party the last Massacre. Four movies, no tits. At yeah, all. that's why I said Slumber Party Massacre. We need to dumb it down. We're going to. I the think that dentist has something in it so i i think don't yeah. quote me on it but i think it has a uh you know at least it's probably it's got a dick i know you it's, it's a or dick. maybe some maybe some pube hair hanging out i don't know <laughs> it's a dick is it a cock <laughs> well, i'll take it it's at... better than what we've had so whatever <laughs> we'll take we it. have we have had literally nothing i mean we don't even have a ball shot on someone so, so it's well, well then, then wes who is your favorite the hottest girl in the movie uh, the, I don't know that I forgot their names. I guess I don't I didn't really. I guess the blonde chick. I don't know. English people are just you know. I have nothing against them. They're just you know. I, I don't. They don't. I don't know. I, they worry me. You know. They don't shave their armpits. They drink too much tea. Their That's teeth French. are French. The French don't shave their armpits. I think the English don't either. Uh, don't you remember that part in, in, in European Vacation where Chevy Chase gets into bed? Oh he my turns God. on the light, she has hair on her arms. <laughs> remember that part? He thought, he thought it was his wife and she had hella hair. I, since I saw that when I was a kid in like 1985, when it came out, I was always scared of English women. You know, oh they always, God, he's right. I heard they I don't shave their legs, bro. I, I, don't, I don't want to do it with that. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Oh, God. Yeah, man. I, no, it's them. They don't, they drink and they're, I don't know, man. I mean, just, I, I guess I'll take the blonde chick. What was her name? Liz. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take Liz. No, no, you're both wrong. It's Sean's mom. She's like butter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, actually I always like Diane better than Liz. I I I don't know. Okay, I can see that. <clears throat> Did the score the set the mood? Answer. Absolutely. Yeah. What yeah. little what what score there was? Yeah, it's it was kind of just there didn't really stand out didn't pop it's not john williams but then again what is aside from john Nothing. williams Wes, what'd you think right. of the, and, and like i said it's eh. yeah i mean it's not it's i thought it did i, I didn't think it was that bad i mean it's just it kind of had you a, know it kind of made you think of like the original dawn of the dead in terms of uh which I think that's kind of what they're going for, hence the name, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. But which, by the way, another thing that I didn't mention in my research, when it came out in England, they had to delay it two weeks because it was going to be going up directly against Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they, they delayed it a couple weeks to make oh, my. it. I thought that was kind of funny. Well, that was actually probably smart. Unlike the movie UHF that decided it was a good time to bring out during the Indiana Jones Last Crusade uh weekend you know then that ruined that movie so which is, a lot of movies which a lot of movies that happens to and, and that, that sucks because uhf is fucking hilarious hey, I'll, I'll tell anybody if anybody's out there and you i don't know if you you're maybe you're too young you don't know weird al and if you do go watch that movie because uhf is if you're into like real stupid shit like comedy like i am then there's no better movie than UHF. I oh mean, God. it is fucking classic. <laughs> I, I, I love that movie. It's when a top UH, five movie for me. Yeah, definitely. When it, when it came out on DVD, I, went, I bought it and uh, I'm sitting yeah. looking through and I put me on too. and I turned on deleted scenes and my favorite thing is Weird Al talking over deleted scenes and he's like, oh, this part's boring. I'm going to fast forward through it. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, the guy's a genius. I, I love Absolutely. Weird Al. And he's still, uh, yeah. and he's, the dude's still been, awesome. he's been doing parody songs for like 
Yes. Almost 40 years, and he's still relevant. The movie has a lot of parody stuff in it, too, like with with making fun of Rambo and and Indiana Jones and and Gandhi. I mean, for Christ's sake, he cracks on Gandhi in the movie and And, um, everything. And it has a young Kramer. uh, has a young Kramer in it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Kramer before Kramer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Stanley Spadowski. Stanley Spadowski. Stanley Spadowski. Stanley Spadowski. My, that's my mom! TJ, <laughs> 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 have you ever seen UHF? No, I haven't. Oh, shit. What? You're for, Are you um, insane? You're really missing out. This that's my fun. mom! <laughs> you have got to see it. <laughs> He's a janitor. So Kramer's a janitor, and, he, and he, his most prized possession is a mom. It's so and, and then he like flips out, and then he's, remember when he swings it around? Chad, like the uh, lightsaber, and it makes that sound. It's like, oh, oh, oh. When he swings around, he's fighting those people. <laughs> Anyways, let's go on. Uh, we can get on. To yeah, we can talk about UHF. Three hours. So funny. Best song. Okay, so best song in the movie, guys. What'd you think? Uh, don't song, stop me now, I, Queen. Yep. Boom. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with White Line. Uh, I knew it. it was sung I, by them. <laughs> I figured you'd pick with that, but I'm with CJ. It's definitely the Queen song. Favorite character. I would have to go with Ed. Definitely. Is Ed the fat guy? Yeah. yeah. Is she like one of those great big fat people? <laughs> <laughs> is she about a size 14? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think that guy is uh, that guy's my favorite. He was and I, I always, I always and identified more with Ed in their life. I always identified more with Sean, but Ed makes that movie, man. Yeah, everybody in their life knows an Ed. Let's, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everybody, everybody's friends with an Ed somewhere down the line. Right. Somewhere around. <laughs> yeah. You put on your friends list on Facebook. There's an Ed there. <laughs> so was, like, go ahead. was it scary? No, no. never. It was nah. not supposed to be it's supposed to be a comedy. So that's uh, that's kind of all in void. But for me, it works as a comedy. It works excellently as a comedy. I thought. Yes. Does it hold up today? I mean, it's Absolutely. no UHF. Yeah, it's yeah. no UHF. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's no Leprechaun 4. <laughs> yeah, it's no Leprechaun 4 in space. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> so okay. does it hold up today? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Man, so, wow, that movie's 15 years old. I, I saw it. I saw it. My girlfriend came out and was watching. She's like, Sh-. my girlfriend's not a horror girl, you know, person who watches a lot of horror. So she comes out, she goes, Charlotte, yeah. <laughs> and I said, yeah, why? You seen this? Yeah, I saw this a long time ago. I said, I thought you said you don't like horror. No, I went to this party and they were all watching it. I'm like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> and then she, she went to work and shit. I said, don't root it for me. I'm trying to watch this. <laughs> so. That's great. That's great. So was the acting good or bad? Good. Very good. Excellent. Very, very good. Good. Yeah. I never have a problem with it. Especially Bill Nighy, that guy stole every scene he's in. That guy's awesome. Sean's stepdad. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> of course, I like he the cinematography funny. on this one. Yeah, yeah, it was really. Yeah, good. yep, Very they good. did a good job they, with they, that. They, I had no problem with it. Yeah, they they like I said, out. I love that shot with the the hole through. I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think actually, as far as cinematography goes, I think my favorite shot was. Um, when they're trying to sneak into the Winchester, Sean climbs up on the uh, on the on the long ladder on the yeah the slide, and he's like, "They're like, is it clear?" It's like, "No." How many lots? And it just shows this big sweeping shot of all these zombies in front of it. I thought that was uh really nicely done. Okay, so did you like the premise? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure we're uh, gonna say no because he doesn't like. The fact that it was a comedy, but I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was my that's my gripe about it. I think it was too much, too much comedy. Um, but it, like I said, what saved this movie from being 
April Fool's worthy, in my opinion. Like I said, was I thought the effects and the cinematography was really good. So uh, that kind of saved it, in my opinion. But um, you know, and by the way, I wasn't want, bad. I want to say it wasn't I feel, awful. I feel really bad about picking the last movie, April Fool's Day, because I didn't actually get a chance to watch it because I wasn't going to be on the show. Yeah, you and son I, of a bitch! You picked the movie. You made us watch that. But I, I, I wanted to go did, back did and revisit. I wanted to go back and revisit it because it's a movie that first time I saw, I absolutely fucking hated. Because of the big middle finger at the end. Uh-huh. Because nobody yeah. died. It was all a big prank. And then I thought about it, like, wait, that is something that's never been done before. That's actually very brilliant. I think we said something about that. Like it was kind of neat or something. Yeah, it uh, was. That they kind we of haven't talked a single different. time about Friday the 13th. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. I, my prediction was off. I was wrong. I predict, I said that we're not even going to get five minutes into this show before we start talking about Friday the 13th because, uh, when we start talking, when we did our weekly review, TJ be talking about Steel City Con, and we did not talk about Friday the Thirteenth. Aside from him saying he cosplayed as Jason Part Three, this is a first. This is a very weird first, but we can continue without talking. Uh, <laughs> so, so, what's the rating on this bitch? Uh, uh, are we give this a solid three and a half stars. I'm going to give it two and a half. I'm going to give it four. It's a classic in my Jeez, mind. Chad, let's not be crazy. Oh, no. I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> I, I, I've been I'm a big fan. I'm you. Everybody's got their own That's an average too. of 3.3. Okay. Gordon Moore score, 3.3. What is our best reviewed movie? I know the worst was last week's. That was, remember, what was it, TJ? Like a 1.2? It, yeah. really <laughs> it was like, a, it, was like it was actually the negative. It was negative 50. Was it, is it the burning? No, the burning. No way. I think it was the Wraith. Or was it popcorn? I think it was it, the preserver. It might have been. I'm going to say it was, <laughs> no, it was pop, pop. I'm gonna say it was the popcorn or the blob. We really need to keep track of this. We should. I don't know. Why don't we? should have a rating system. We, we should, we should we have an like intern a, to keep track like of this shit. Yes, we need an intern. We do need an intern. We need a hot intern. <laughs> Wes, you know any uh, young Filipino boys? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking John Gallows. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about shout what, out to the what, uh, what 13 the, Gallows Lane and Gallows Goes to Hell on Facebook. Uh, what, Wes? What? No, I'm cool. Go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, before we go out, I just want to talk a little bit. My friend Dylan Geisler, Geisler, however you want to say his last name. Released, yeah, Gisler, Gisler, Gisler. Oh. Uh, Guzzler? His band, Aspirant, just released their first debut single yesterday so i wanted to play oh. it as an outro for this song well for this review for them uh you can find them on youtube a-s-p-i-r-a-n-t the first song is called granite smile before we yes before, before we play that though before we play that i want to give a huge shout out to all of our fans out there that have been listening tj tell everyone how many listeners we had for your joe castro interview over 423 that is awesome for us that's pretty good i mean a lot of people will think eh, 423 but dude, this is huge we, this is this is our 13th episode right here and we've already got almost 500 listeners mm-hmm. for a couple of schmoes like us that is that is big time well what was our biggest episode with just us three like two uh i don't i, I don't know <laughs> No, what? I, you never looked at that, you little piece of shit. Well, see, you had to get over a certain amount in order for the analytics to start showing up. 
man, so we don't even hit that. Damn. We didn't even hit it until we, we have like 500 listeners. Yeah, like <laughs> it's me and you. We're fired. I guess. Yeah. Chopped liver again. TJ doesn't need us. And, uh, just, I love you guys. I just got to do some stepping stones. I hear you. I'm just joking. Got to get them listeners. <laughs> hey, yeah, you guys yeah. got to admit my interviews are legit, and you guys all help with I'm these t- questions. So, 430 listeners for Joe Castro. That number is going to triple for the next show. Yes, whenever this wow. Vincent, whenever this Vincent DeSanti one drops, it's going to be that's hot. That is going to be hot, <laughs> and we're going to hype it up. And we have got official Gordonmore photos with the ghost hawk in the background to promote it. Nice. Yeah. And I just want to say one thing to the, the fans out there. If, like I said, uh, go to our page and on facebook and you know keep giving us some, just some suggestions on you know uh some shows to do because i think that's really good and i think we should get into more of you know suggestions for who was people. the fan that shouted us out on the Gornmore page what did they want us to do they wanted us today John, i saw i don't that's know what his name. name i forget he wanted us to do a um Hills have comparison eyes. of the Hills Have Eyes original to the the remake, which I listen. I'm a big fan of the remake. I think it's Same. unbelievably done. I seen it three times in the movie theater. I loved it. It was horrifying. I mean, it, it really was a great movie, and uh, especially comparing to first one. I mean, it's not even close. I agree. Yeah, it's and which, uh, which is unfortunate because the original is a Wes Craven classic. But I I I thought the remake was better. Probably because oh, I, yeah. I But I think that might be because I saw the remake before I saw the original. Ah, so I that kind of influences your decision a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but it's just put together better. And it, the other one's very sketchy and kind of filmed kind of crappy, I guess you'd say. I still like it, but it's yeah. got like that old grainy kind of look to it. it. I don't know. It's it's you could tell it's low budget, but it's still a classic. Yeah, it has that 70s but, uh, grindhouse look to it. Yes. Yes. And I, I, I do like it, but, but that re- they did just did such a good job with that remake. I mean, that's a really good film. I mean, you break it down, but I, like I said, I, I'd love for the people to tell us, and I, th- I think we should get more into that later on about honoring, you know, fans requests about what they want to see us do. I think that'd be a neat thing to do. I think it's amazing that we're getting new members on our website, on our, on our page on Facebook every day. That is yep. huge. that is awesome. I mean, it's you know. Yeah, I approve one or two a day. Just oh, me. same here, same so, here. It's great. Yeah, and I I love the fact that you know we're getting out there. People are talking about us, and you know Vince DeSanti. That's huge. We had Deb yeah, Voorhees. Awesome. That was huge. Joe Castro. That's huge. You know, every 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 little bit is just pushing us more and more. And I think we need to produce produce way more content, and we're going to start doing that. Gornmore is just going to keep going up. We might have to go to, you know, every week instead yeah. of biweekly. Yeah, we could. Actually. We might have to. You know, I'm <laughs> thinking that that's what's going to go down the road, what we're going to have to do. You know? Currently, we're doing that with an interview every other week that we don't have a review episode. Right. And I just want to tell everyone out there that's listening, if you have any constructive criticism anything that you think will help us do not hesitate reach out to us yep. you can send i mean guys send out us there messages like on facebook my masturbation post, stories post, or <laughs> me pissing on the toilet please let me know if it offends you <laughs> i will stop doing it um but yeah definitely send yeah. us messages post in the group do whatever say you know hey you guys are great hey you guys suck balls you can do this right. better 
we want to hear from you guys. I'd rather someone be honest. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what works and what doesn't. Because go and, back and, and listen suck, to our first. Tell, if we suck balls, tell us why and what we can do to fix it. Yeah, I and mean, listen, if that's the listen way you to, think, then Go then back and listen fine. to the first episode where it was just me and TJ, and we were just reading the fucking Town That Dreaded Sundown. And we had, like, music in the background, and we listened to it, and it's like, this is not where we want to go. This sucks. So we just kind of evolved from there. And then the next episode you were on Wes and it just kept picking up and evolving, and evolving. And now it went from us doing like a whole rundown of the movie to now just doing a quick summary. And we just sit here and talk. I love this format better. I would like to get to the point where we were talking about the movie and then half the show where you're talking about different news about movies that are coming out, about uh-huh. conventions coming up, cosplay, anything we Right. Are constantly even get, even get voicemails from uh, us, your fans out there. I mean, if you guys want to record a voicemail, record it. Send it to our email at dobackdiscussion at gmail.com. Say Gorenmore. We will play it that week. Answer your question. Whatever you want to talk about, we will answer. Yeah, we could do a fan, an, like a question answer kind of deal. Yes. Yeah, we could do that. We could even do a live call in show at some point. I mean, Wes would Man, love that'd that be shit. Really cool. Oh, I'd, I'll do that any day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be a bad like idea because I guarantee the, the phone lines are just going to be just Joe calling in over and over again. <laughs> yeah. What's with Joe? I put the tunneler on. Like, who doesn't like the tunneler? And he gave me a mad face. <laughs> what, what's wrong with that guy? I said, I, I, this is at three in the morning. I'm like, man. I'm like, wait, fuck wait. you, motherfucker. I, 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 sh- I shared this. I shared this picture uh, and I, because it was uh, the the anniversary of Friday the 13th, part four. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Friday the 13th. Yep. I was going to say, you, you <laughs> Joe, just broke it. We're done. And Joe comments. He's like, this picture pisses me off. I'm like, oh, okay. He messages I, I think me. some pictures just bother him. He messages me. Maybe he wants me, the tunnel to drill into his ass. And then he, he messages me like 15 oh. minutes later. He's like, what the fuck is your problem? He's like, I've said that picture pisses me off. And you didn't ask me why. <laughs> like, well, I, I was okay. Why does it so piss bad. you off, Joe? Because it shows <laughs> Higgins Haven and not and because, Drive's house. And the Jason that it shows is the Nightmare Jason from part five that also pissed him off. Oh but no! I didn't even notice either of those until he mentioned that. Now I look at it, and that's all I can see is fucking Higgins Haven and Part Five Nightmare Jason. He doesn't like the Nightmare Jason. <laughs> look, the it's, poster's it's wrong. Four. Yeah, the poster is about like I said. It'd be a. I told him last night it'd be a good poster, but it's only about fifty percent correct. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> that's just so funny. It's, yeah, when's he coming back to the chat? He just like bailed out. He still talks to us. If if you just message him, we'll message we him was back. too fucking cool or something. He Fuck doesn't you, do Joe. group Come chats. Back. He's allowed. But, I can sympathize. He's got he's got four boys at home. That dude's and he's yeah he's a busy boy. Well, four boys is a lot. I got I got especially three twins, my, and it can be an animal house. Yes, national lampoons. In the kind of animal, uh, probably worse. You should see <laughs> it at my house on a weekend when these three boys are here. I want to tear my head out. I tear my hair out. I mean, tear my hair, my head next. Ooh. But yeah, it's a it's a nightmare. Let's just put it that way. I don't use any drugs or drink, but but by the end of the weekend, I'm ready to start. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just put it like that way. That's putting it lightly. That's great. It's either that or hang myself in the closet. Well, that's all for this episode of the Goremore Podcast. Uh, This is your host, TJ Bowser, signing off. This is your Dark Lord and Master, Chad Crispin, signing off. This is (laughs) signing off. (laughs) And this is the song from Aspirant called Granite Smile. Oh, yeah. Breathing, bellowing, speaking Destroying who you once were Failure without notice You're cutting
Oh, spin! 